You're listening to Two Gomers Run for Their Lives, a podcast about two regular guys challenging themselves to live healthier and inviting a nation along for the run. This is a bonus episode for Season 8, Ready Gomer 1. Dare you to Welcome, everybody, to this, the Ready Gomer 1 episode of Two Gomers Run for Their Lives, Season 8, Sub 5 Before 40 Strive, longest title possible. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned Gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Steven all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, bro. Hey, dude. How's it going? Good. Nice. Um, this is a emergency bonus episode. Yep. Three weeks <laughs> <Emergency>. late. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> we've had some clamor about Ready Player One. Yep. Uh, we've wanted to record some thoughts about it. Right. Uh, and I think even when we finished the first half of season eight, we knew we were going to be coming back for some bonus apps, right. media related. Yeah, absolutely. So we just released our first spring special. Yep. And... It was going to have, like, at the end, we were going to talk about Ready Player One. And it's o- it's only available to people that donated, right? Right, yeah. So, behind the paywall. Yep. And uh, that spring special and the upcoming spring special uh, yep. are only available to people that donated. So, if people still want to get in on those specials, and I'm trying to remember what the special was called that we just recorded. Two, two Gomers. Gomers uh, start, starting over, ver- starting versus starting over. Right. Two Gomers yep. start over was what it was called. Yes. Yep. Um we talk a lot about running, yep. if you can believe that. Yep. <laughs> so Basically much the about whole running. Thing. Yeah, yep. so much about running that we weren't able to do a Ready Player One right. review. Um, so we thought, why not put it on the regular feed? Sweet. Because um, people, people don't need to pay for this. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this will probably not be worth paying for. A review of a movie that nobody is talking about anymore. <laughs> Right. (laughs) Classic gomers. Um, But it was like, how could we... This is one of these that, if people have listened to us for a long time, for the past almost 10 years, it it hits on a lot of things that the gomers are. Yeah, it's it's one of those times where we just get people emailing or, or Facebooking or whatever us tons of times like, what are you guys thinking about this? This made me think of you guys. You know, right. like there's people that see stuff like this and think of it's really cool because they actually think of us immediately. So yeah, I know. Yeah, so it's not quite like st- new Star Wars level. We need to talk about this, right? Um, but and also we we are kind of looking for reasons to record because it's fun. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Get some more content out there. Let people know that we're still alive, kicking and running. Yep. Um, and so if you want to hear more about our recent running journey, uh, you can for sure hear that on the latest spring special. Um, if you want in on that, go to twogomers.com, click that donate button, and we'll send you the link. Cool, dude. Well, should we get to some... Re- oh, it, oh, there was one other thing about the special, right? Oh, some- yeah. <laughs> Something about <laughs> you make me talk about this. We got a recent comment from Misty Byers. Thank you, Misty. I'll just read it. You guys. <laughs> oh no, wait. Sorry, I missed one of the words. <laughs> she said, "Love you guys," yep. which is a nice way to butter us up. Right. 
but was glad when the music that started at 1.15 finally stopped at about 3.25. <laughs> I feel bad because, like, you know, people paid for this app. Um, yep. And I made a little mistake in the in the editing where I forgot to stop the song that started it all, and it just got increasingly louder <laughs> throughout the episode. So I want people to know, if you downloaded the episode, if you gave, donated, right to the Gomers, got the episode, downloaded it, go and re-download it, and it won't have that dumb mistake that I made. I fixed yep. it. Yep, it's all fixed. It's a super easy mistake to make in GarageBand. <laughs> totally done that, totally been there. So, yep. But I love the way she said it. Yep. So positive mm-hmm. that... that if we could solve our political issues the way she solved that, like gentleness and love and like, hey, you know, I I really like you guys, but, you know, it was even better when... <laughs> when there wasn't that stupid song playing for two whole minutes and I couldn't hear you guys talking. Um, and she ended it with a smiley face. Yep. So that, that's a lesson to us all. Thank you, Misty, for being so kind and pointing yep. out that mistake. It's fixed. For sure. <laughs> um. Just a, just a fair warning. I'm feeling a little bit more hyper than usual. Okay, you you had your your um, weekly coffee, right? Yeah. How, right. Uh, have we talked about this? Like how often you drink coffee versus how often I do? Uh, maybe, but it's definitely worth revisiting real quick. So I asked you how. I think it was recently. I was like, hey, how often do you drink coffee? Mm-hmm. And I I think it was twice a day. Is that right? Two cups yeah, a day for sure. I mean, at least two a day. Okay. So for me, it's probably, I would say max twice a week. Okay. And I do it for like very, like, I think it through. Right. <laughs> like, right. okay, this is going to be a long day. I'll have a coffee. So this, this morning I knew I had several meetings lined up, some work on campus and the recording. So I was like, well, actually, yep. I drank two cups of coffee this morning. So, okay. And this is like, I'm, we're recording right after I did so. And so I'm feeling a little bit jazzed. I hope people are okay with that. That's great because we're gonna we're talking about a movie that was pretty jazzed up. <laughs> um, you know that that's okay. So a couple quick thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, so my dad always gets up and has like eight espresso, eight <laughs> shots of espresso. That's not true, is it? Eight yes. shots. Well, no. At least it used to be because he's okay. got an espresso machine. Yeah. I mean he he just drinks espresso like it's a cup of coffee. Okay. You know like. It. Um. <laughs> And actually, you know, Erin has been talking about doing a coffee detox. Okay. Yeah. Because um, she did it whenever we had, uh, whenever she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, she's not pregnant. Well, so what um, are the rules at this point? You're allowed to drink coffee, right? Just not as much. Or the recommendation is don't drink as much coffee or what? Do you yeah. Remember? Well, I think she just kind of laid off a lot of stuff. Okay. Like you yeah. could probably have some coffee, you know, like, I don't know. She she just didn't. Okay. Um, don't ask us for guidelines or <laughs> like medical we, advice. We are obviously not doctors, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what she did. Um, okay. But what she um, actually, she would be interested to 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 hear this right now. If you're listening in, Aaron, um, how likely is that? <laughs> very unlikely. <laughs> you know, she does. She usually ends up catching up eventually. Okay, yeah. She's kind of been on a. She's been on a sermon kick lately, dude. Uh huh. Like just so she that's the only podcast she listens to. So tell her to make um, some gomers in. <laughs> yep, so some gomers. Uh but what she's thinking is the the effect of caffeine has 
almost completely worn off. Right. Because it's just like always having it. So you're getting jazzed. Uh-huh. And she'd be like, that's why I want to do a detox. Yep. Is so that you can use it intentionally mm-hmm. like Steven is doing right now. Right. Yeah. So, so like, when I like exactly when I think about it, I think, OK, what is this for? Right. Um, wow. Yeah. So um, there you go. I was thinking like maybe your dad needs that much coffee because like from when his his band teacher days when we had to arrive <laughs> at school like at yeah. friggin five thirty in the morning yeah. for honors right. band and then men's choir or whatever yeah. the heck we were doing. Remember that we there was basically a daily seven a.m. and then it was like and then for special ex- and that was already an extracurricular. Yeah. And then sometimes we would add extracurriculars before that. Right, like when we were going on tour or whatever. Yeah, like we'll do a tour, brass quintet New, rehearsal. New York tour choir yeah. at 4 a.m. Dad, can you try me to school? Yeah, what time? Four? <laughs> yep, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Why don't you just walk? <laughs> Dang. Okay, well, so anyways, all that to say... I may be a little bit hyper. I may get on a soapbox a little Sweet. bit about this movie. I have strong feelings. I'm wondering how you feel. We have not Man. talked about it. Yep. A little a little bit of texting, but save it for the podcast. Yep. Um, so maybe we should just head in and get All our right. thoughts out. Okay, let's do it. I dare you Hey, how's it going over there? I heard you guys went to Ready Player One. Can't wait to hear what you thought about it. It's a little late, but it's cool. <laughs> Do you think it's worth um, just mentioning if we have new listeners? Yes. Um, you know, so somebody's like, "Man, I just want more Ready Player One reviews." I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna search Apple Podcasts. Right. And it comes up with us that this isn't our normal mode of operation. Right. Sort of, I guess. I mean, we do talk a lot about this kind of stuff, but we are a running podcast. Yep. We're two guys that run. Yep. And we like to talk about other stuff. Yes. Right. Yep. I, I, I would say the main hook for this podcast is two regular guys that challenge themselves and run and stuff like that. Yep. The friendship. Oh, that's the other thing. Friendship. The, yep. Um, and then third, a close third. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Movies like this one. <laughs> yep. So this movie was basically tailor-made. Yes. For us, which actually I'm guessing is why you have such a strong feeling about it. Yep. Uh, that That's just a prediction. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like, if you make a movie for me, then I'm going to have an opinion about it. Dang it. Right. Yeah. So if, right? if it wasn't so closely tied to everything that I love... I wouldn't give a rip. Right. You'd just be like, oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but this one is Spielberg. Wow. Uh, Spielberg, like, when he was Spielberg. I don't know if you know what I mean by that. But, yep. like, our Steven Spielberg. Yeah, the one that we grew up on. Right. Not necessarily the post. Right. Spielberg or... Warhorse Spielberg right. or I haven't seen either of those. Okay, let let me quick 
this the, I did ask you about this on text, right? Yes. Yeah. When when is the last time you saw a Spielberg movie? So I asked you like when's the last time you saw a Spielberg movie? Like what's the latest what yep. no, most recent Spielberg movie that you saw? Yeah. yeah. Um you had to think about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, I had to go back to the IMDb page. Okay. And then what did I say? Now I can't even remember. I think you said Lincoln. Lincoln. Yep. Is, That's right. Now, is that the last um, Spielberg movie you've seen, period, or the last Spielberg movie you've seen in the theater? I th- I think both. So um, I didn't see uh, Big Friendly Giant. Okay. I fell asleep um, during that. Okay. <laughs> even though it's in my queue on Netflix one day. I don't know, dude. So I'm, I'm trying to look for his... The list of his latest all filmography director. Okay. Um, okay, so here's here are his latest movies from okay. latest to back in time. Ready? Okay, so we've okay. got Ready Player One. Saw it. Okay. The Post. Okay. Want to see it? BFG. Don't bother. Fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bridge of Spies. Did you see Bridge of Spies? Nope. Super good. Okay. And then uh, Lincoln. Really? Okay, so it's not that far back. No. Okay, what about go back another five? Warhorse. Didn't see it. Don't bother. Okay. Um oh wait, these are oh these are a director. Okay. Uh Tintin, The Adventures of. Saw that, I think. Okay. Yeah. I saw that in the theater. Okay. And then we're back into like Pertner to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Munich? Did you see Munich? Nope. Also fell asleep. War of the Worlds? <laughs> Saw it. Saw it. Loved it. Yep. Terminal? I'm a... Love. Really? Okay. Dude, you know... I, thought, I thought I was the only one. I went to see Terminal with my family. Nobody liked it but me. Oh, man. I've watched that probably <laughs> ten times. Okay. Um, Great score. Great John Williams score. Yeah. Um... Love Tom Hanks in that. Victor Navorsky. <laughs> Not a great accent. But yeah, but he I does mean, what like, he can. we, anytime Aaron and I say medicine, we always say medicine for goat. <laughs> Remember? Yes, I do. Medicine for goat. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Okay. My, what about Minority Report? You like that? Yeah, I liked it. Love it. Catch me if you can. Like it. Love it. You love it. Okay, now here we go. Here's what here's what I wanted to get to. All right, because it's controversial. Okay. Um, written by Steven Spielberg. Huh. Uh, written and directed. What I think it's a horror movie. That's what I would qualify it as, even though it's not. The movie okay. is AI artificial intelligence. Hmm. Okay. Saw it once, tons of years ago. Can't yeah. even remember anything about it. Okay. It's probably, uh, I hated it when I saw it. Really? Okay. Saw it again recently. Yep. Loved it. Really? Yeah. I'm pouring, I'm pouring myself some more coffee here. You can hear that. I didn't have a LaCroix this time. Okay. Okay. So So, AI hated, then loved. Hated, then loved. Okay. Then the one before that, Saving Private Ryan, a doi doi. Great. Love. Best. Amistad. Not great, um, in my opinion. You said it was not good? 
I didn't think I I didn't I just don't know if Spielberg is the one to direct that kind of movie. Honestly, okay. I don't remember it at all. Dang it! And then sorry, we'll just go back to '97, Lost World. Okay. Good, fine. Yep. Um, I'm only going back that far because I think when you go farther than that, that is our Spielberg, Jurassic wow. Park, Schindler's List, okay. Hook, which I don't love, but you do. Then we've love got in, all the Indiana Joneses. Yep. Um, Eat, partner to E.T., Close yep. Encounters, Jaws, and a bunch of other stuff in there. Yeah. I would say that this Spielberg is an attempt <laughs> mm-hmm. to get back to that, like, our Spielberg from the early 90s and 80s. Got it. Yep. Like an action Spielberg, an action right. movie, sci-fi. Yep. Um, Like fun. Fun. Um, Delightful, right? Delightful. So I don't know. BFG, maybe he was trying for that, but okay. obviously, Tintin, it, it, maybe. <laughs> Tintin, maybe. Yeah, um, but those didn't hit for me. Right. Well, it's almost like you know he 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 grew out of that stuff mm-hmm. and wanted to make like it's like if you're gonna spend two years of your life on something, yeah. You know, at this point, at this stage, it's like he wants it to say something. Right. So, like Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan. Munich, which I know is supposed to be good, but haven't seen. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, The Post. Right. You know, uh, movies that are supposed to say something, not just be fun. So, I think he's trying to to have the best of both worlds with Ready Player One. He's trying to say something. Yep, you're right. I, I don't know if he's saying it very well. So, <laughs> so, maybe I'm already showing my hand about what I thought about this movie. Okay. Yeah, I am super curious. I wish we could, had gotten to watch it together. Dang it. Yeah, isn't that always... A, we didn't see... Uh, was there even anything to see in the theater when we were together in January? Probably not. Nah, just Jurassic Park. No, I mean I mean in January. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park. I saw the, sort of saw that in the theater with a live... Yeah. The um, live symphonic theater. We probably could have gone to see The Post together. We just... Dude, we watched Flight of the Navigator... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, we watched um, Total, Total Recall. Partner to Total Recall. Partner right? to Total. Yeah, so. We watched the um, first seven minutes of Deep Impact. <laughs> and and Aaron and I were trying to figure out why the heck you like that first seven minutes. Like, you were watching it and Aaron and I are talking about, like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah. About Anthony. Can we figure this out? <laughs> Try to pinpoint it. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. We we, yep. we came up short. Yep. Why do I just love that guy, that actor? <laughs> I, some, somehow something just gets picked that I like. Yep. I think yep. it's arbitrary. You're just like, oh, I kind of like this. I'll watch it yep. 1,000 times. Yeah. And well, it becomes part of who I am. I think it's that nostalgia thing. Ooh, like, okay. you could almost will into something me liking it by put by like having it be on at a special moment in <laughs> okay time. i love that because you, i you think know what i mean this movie ready player one yep relies so heavily on that yeah um and i will tell you re- flat out it backfired for me wow okay um, i came out of this movie yeah. nostal- nostalgia exhausted like just too like just obliterated with nostalgia. Yeah, so I felt like some tipping point happened for me where mm. I was like, 
I don't even like this stuff anymore. You're like, okay, yeah. You're like, I get it. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, uh, And maybe that's because that's like a big thing in the culture right now. Like, um, Gen Xers are now making movies and TV. Right. And so everything is like Stranger Things. Remember this? Right. It's like, you, yeah, I know. I remembered it last week. <laughs> you like the Goonies, remember? Right. You huh. read a lot of Stephen King when you were young, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, and this one was like, not only remember, like, we're going to subtly remind you of that. It was like, you like the DeLorean, right? Right. <laughs> we know you like the DeLorean. Here it is. Wee! <laughs> right. Okay, I just, so. I just came the, out like, oh, kind of exhausted by it. Right. Okay, so the DeLorean always worked for me, 100%. Okay, in this movie, the DeLorean worked for you. Yep, you can't overdo the DeLorean to me. Wow, for okay. Me. Got like, it. I mean, like, I like it in the um, uh, uh, p- comedians in cars getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Right, and who's he with in that pa- one? Patton Oswald. <laughs> That's right, the perfect That's car for him to be driving around in, yeah. A great episode. Yeah. So, love it in that. Did yep. I tell you we had neighbors that had relatives that had one growing up? No. Oh, yeah, I think you have told me that. Like, when you were little, Yeah. you had uh, neighbors. So, like... Elementary and middle school are well, and still now where my mom still lives, Kitty Corner neighbors yeah. had a relative that owned a DeLorean. Okay, and so they would come visit like a few times a year, and like Whoa. I just remember, um, you know, looking out the the living room window, and it's like, what? Yeah, there's a DeLorean across the street, dude. Like, right. just and kids, kids, like you know, skateboard over. Yes, you know? so th- there's like. I would say I've seen one live. Yeah. You know, once every couple years, I'll spot one on the road. Yeah. And it's always like big adrenaline rush. It's you make it's it's like Patton Oswalt said when he when 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 Jerry you know opened the door. Yeah. And he was like, "I'm gonna get to drive in a DeLorean." Like it was exactly how I would feel. Like I like if I was gonna get in one, I've never uh-huh. been in one. Me neither. I haven't either. Never ridden in one. It's, pro- it's probably a total letdown. Well, it's like meeting a celebrity, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's it's just like meeting Michael J. Fox <laughs> when, yeah. when you see one or right. when you are close, like you see one parked and you're close enough to touch it. But yep. I've never been in one. Yep, me neither. Um, okay, so my thought on this movie is it relies so much on that nostalgia kick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong about this, but it's built on that rush of recognition. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's the DeLorean. Ooh, it's the motorcycle from Akira. <laughs> or, oh, it's the Iron Giant. Or it's like friggin' Chucky. Yeah, Chucky. <laughs> so the problem then for me was that of any movie I've seen in probably decades, it was it suffered the most from the trailers. Uh, okay, like too hyped like or like you saw too much of it or exactly all those things that excited. i just no all those things that i just listed i i saw in the trailer yep and so when the moment comes when digital guy can't remember his name um Art, artemis yeah no, that's the girl's name parcival okay goes up and and it's supposed to be this big reveal of what his vehicle is yeah. He throws the thing and the DeLorean builds itself in front of him. Yeah. If I hadn't known 
Yeah. That his vehicle was a DeLorean, I would have pooped my pants. <laughs> For sure, dude. <laughs> like, imagine that moment if you didn't yeah. know it was coming. Yeah. And so it's built, the structurally, the movie builds it up that way like you don't know. Right. But I saw it, like, in the trailer uh-huh. 12 times. Right. Or however many times I watched the trailer. So I was like, shoot, I knew that already. Like, there it is. Dang it. You know, it's like, it's almost like if if um, you didn't know Ready Player One what it was mm-hmm. and somebody brought you to it, like, like hey, we're going to go see this movie. Never saw a trailer. Never heard of it. Yeah. Might have blown your mind. I think you're right. Bit. I would have adored it. Yep. I think expectations. Um, and so then you remember that one time I was going to try not to watch any trailers for Force Awakens. Yep, <laughs> and it didn't work very well. Yeah, like what if I had done that for this movie? Even though I read yeah. the book, okay. I would have still been really jazzed to see, because the DeLorean I don't think was in the book. Maybe it was, but not okay. his car. The Iron Giant certainly wasn't. They couldn't get the rights to the big robot that was in the book. Okay. Um. And so they had to replace it with the Iron Giant. If I hadn't known he was in that, uh huh, pants pooping. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, well, so okay, so that's kind of I thought. I thought the Shining aspect was pretty cool. Okay, so because... I didn't know that was coming. And okay, so yep. I, That was my favorite sequence of the movie. Should Got we have it. told people that this is going to be spoiler free? Oh shoot! Well, it's three weeks in. <laughs> we can put it in the description, but okay. like. Because I didn't know that they were going to be in the hotel in The Shining yeah. yep. and see the twins and the elevator was going to open and blood was going to come out, yep. all that stuff, that was my favorite sequence. Yeah. Because I was like, I had that rush. Yeah. So cool. Like, the idea of being able to be in one of your favorite movies or right. or stories with your friends. Yeah. Super cool idea. Yeah. And so in the in the book... They that sequence is in War Games. Ooh, okay, that's even better. And um, that's way better. They have two sequences like that. They have War Games and they have um, Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail. He has to be in the movie, and one of the challenges is he has to remember the lines oh, and be man. a character in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think The Shining works better visually than either of those two. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Because. Yeah, the hotel or whatever is so iconic, and there's yep. images. So, for instance, my boys came to see the movie with me. They've never seen The Shining, obviously. Right. But that movie has been referenced so much in yeah. so much other stuff they've seen. Right. They like recognized it. The twins in the hallway and the tricycle. Right. Yep. Um, I don't think that would have happened as much. Well, maybe they're they really like Holy Grail. And they've seen war games. I just don't think there's as many iconic settings. Right. And so that was just right. The, the Shining was a great choice for that sequence. And I yeah. really liked it. Absolutely. Loved that. And loved the... So, like, if the Gomers were going to be in a movie, what would it be? <laughs> well, I think it would probably be Back to the Future. Yeah. Or Jurassic Park. Oh, man. Which they allude to. Right, yep. the T Rex is in it for a little bit, which I yep. thought that was cool. Yep, I liked that whole race sequence. I thought that was great. Super cool, little pod racy, little pod racy. Right, but super good. Yep, and it gave them a lot of 
uh, it gave Spielberg the chance to just stuff a bunch of crap in one yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah, I know. I watched I watched one of those like YouTube, um, you know, the three hundred um, like things. Oh, three hundred Easter eggs we found eggs. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, I actually I was actually pretty proud of having seen a lot of them. Uh-huh. Like actually, one of the ones that I liked was um, Knight Rider. On oh yeah, the DeLorean. Right, yeah, the front of the DeLorean was the night right the kit little yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a see see that wasn't heavy handed to me. That was like just a a little thing, and I was like, wait, sweet, I yeah. loved that. Yeah, and like so stuff like that. Right, I, I can think of two other moments like that in the movie that I really liked, where it was like, blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. Um, one very close to my heart, the slappers only <laughs> reference. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> where they were talking about what's his face's um, favorite first favorite. person shooter. Yep, first person shooter. Yep, and uh, odd job. And they mentioned odd job and slappers only. Yep. So uh, my boys and I were laughing our butts off at that. Yes. Because that's part of the Grauman vernacular. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's that is that made me super happy. I agree. And then I liked so me. Okay. So. I liked another Back to the Future moment, which was subtler, I thought, which was the Zemeckis cube. Yes. So you didn't, like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool they named that cube Zemeckis, and then it turns back time yeah. in that scene. Yep. And so it wasn't like, here's the DeLorean, you idiot. Right. <laughs> Don't you like this? <laughs> it yeah. was more like, okay, I get it because I know what Zemeckis means. Yeah. Maybe I just felt like I want... Nerd culture is so mainstream. Yeah, it's not even counterculture anymore. Right. And so you show, like, at some point, I would have felt like the DeLorean is mine. And so I am I feel honored that they have it in this movie. Yep. I don't know if you know what I mean. And and yep. so then, what? But, but if it's everybody's and it's just, like, utilized like that, I felt like, man... I yep. want this to be mine. Right, right. You want somebody to make a movie just for you with your favorite <laughs> stuff in it. Oh, so, so okay, so I want to be in Deep Impact in the observatory eating a pizza with that guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> what if they made that movie? Nobody would get it. Yep. So, like, if somebody made that scene, like, referenced uh, the, the planetarium. <laughs> Or like from Deep Impact, that would be right. amazing. Yeah, right. Um, like I, the guy steal pizza, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, who are you?" <laughs> okay, so when I think about it like that, maybe it wouldn't have been a better movie. <laughs> but I would have liked it. Yeah. Um, hey, dude. Here. Okay. So just in interest of um, like thinking through the movie sequentially, real quick. Yeah. So we probably got like ten minutes. Hmm. So you don't go too crazy. Yeah. You mind if I like start just reading some stuff from my list because it goes along the movie. Yes, you've got your notepad. Yep. Okay. It, it's not as funny as um, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> the classic <laughs> Batman super versus Superman. <laughs> People need to go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to it in a while. That um, and then the the review of um, maybe Avengers or something. Right, where you were like, I didn't even know that guy was Hulk until three quarters of the movie in. <laughs> yep, and Mad Max. So we've had some pretty good movie reviews. That's true. Um, okay, so just real quick, you know, we should have said this at the top. Setup, 
going into the movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, first of all, two weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like empty theater, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So there's a difference between me and you. So my theater had three people in it. <laughs> okay. And we saw it opening night full <laughs> of nerds. Okay. Yeah. So that's super different. Yeah. Um, also, okay, so I, I, I had like a morning rehearsal and I was going to catch this real quick. Yeah. Um, so I pulled through um, Chipotle and Starbucks. Okay. So, my, <laughs> so my setup for the movie was a burrito and a coffee. You brought those in? Yep. <laughs> so didn't get anything else. Okay, so no no actual movie treats. Yep, from the so theater. no snacks and no 3D. Oh, Wow. Yep, just just real D. It looked or, like a huge screen though when you were sending well, me pictures of it. Yeah, well, so I was I I sat in like the third row. I see. That's why. Yeah. So like, since there was nobody in the theater, even though I got to pick my seat, mm-hmm. you know, they're like pick a seat, and then they're all empty. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh. So I picked one, and then I got in there, and I was like, that's way too far. Okay. Like it looked like the perfect spot, but then nobody was in it. So actually, with those perfect recliners. Oh yeah. Like this theater has like those plush recliners. Amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay, just real quick. Um, jump music, loved it. <laughs> Great way to start. You're just like, yes. Yep. Bum bum bum. Yep. Yeah. Um Okay, soundtrack amazing, graphic design amazing. Soundtrack by Silvestri. Yep. Which I was telling you, I don't think Spielberg's ever directed a movie with Silvestri scoring before. Right. Oh, no, I said soundtrack amazing, not score. I haven't gotten to score yet. Oh, my bad. Okay, um, soundtrack no, no. amazing. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, uh, just John Williams is busy doing other stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then I just wrote, how do I know that kid? Oh, which kid? So who is the main actor? Oh, Parzival. Yeah. The guy that acted. Do you, did you ever look it up? Nope. <laughs> An unanswered question. I don't I don't think I've ever seen him in anything before. He looked familiar. Um okay, I said drone pizza hut. Yeah. Awesome. Nice touch. Yeah. So I I loved old stuff like the Doritos bags. Yep. Like the Pizza Hut box and logo. Mm-hmm. Because like the little touches like that I actually thought were cool because um they were kind of in the background. Okay. But they looked like a sleepover for us. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like, um, that kind of stuff made me super nostalgic and happy. Okay. Um, because it was it was like this these were the sleepover foods. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> from the eighties. Yeah, I got it. Um, so I liked that. Um Okay, so I I just wrote this line because of wait, come because of the things they can do, stay because of who they can be. Was that a line from the movie? Yeah. Can't remember <laughs> why. <laughs> Can't remember it. Um, oh, yeah. No, that was... Um, so they started playing... They started going to the Oasis. Oh, right. That's so right. Actually because they deep. could do things, but then they could actually become somebody different. Right. And so that was like... Sort of like the theme of a bunch of the movie was like... Yeah. And, and so... <sighs> So I came into the movie after having just listened to uh, a John Piper sermon. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> about how, like, 
everything like we count as lost and all like all of our satisfaction should come from the Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then the first half of the movie I was just like inundated with like all that glitters is not gold, people. And, and, like, and I think that is what Spielberg is trying to say. That's his yeah. message is that um uh well sometimes he is in this movie. That the real world is better. Yeah, well so think about it. Okay, total spoiler. But yeah. at the end, they end up having a Sabbath. Right. So he right? only yeah, I can't remember. He only lets them or he shuts it off on Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what that is. Right. Right? Yeah. Like go be in the real world, be with the people you love. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean like yeah. turn it off. Yeah. Um so I mean I mean, and we've talked about that before, uh-huh. like the the perils of social media and yep. I I just it didn't land for me, huh? Like I didn't like I get that that's what he said at the end, right? And then um, this kind of Bill Gates, Steve Jobs character, yep. Right. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, who I thought best performance in the movie. Hmm. I loved him. You mean um, you mean um Scotty? Uh no, not Scotty. Uh Aunt, like Halliday was his name. Oh yeah, like the, the guy. bad guy. Well, not the bad guy, the creator of the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, like the the Gandalf guy. Right, exactly. So, yeah. not when he was Gandalf, that was super <laughs> did not right. like when he was Gandalf. That's like but, Grandma Tarkin all over again. Right, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma Turkey. <laughs> um, but when he was like his real guy, like squirrely and quirky, and um, like I thought that was a great performance, and I really liked him. Got it. Uh, he he is sort of telling Parcival this message in kind of that last scene where they're together in his room when he's eight years old. Yep. Like this isn't the this isn't real life. You should get out there and make friends. Yeah. But most of the movie, I was like. Actually, it seems like he likes it in here better. Huh. Yeah, like this is where he was able to come alive. Right. Yeah. Uh, like he. Yeah. So I I think you're right that I th- I think that that line that you just read is kind of setting up the main message that Spielberg is trying to say. Um, but it just didn't land for me for some reason. Yep. Uh, you know what? What it really did for me, the movie overall, is it made me like worried. Like mm-hmm. stressed out about the future because, like, you know, maybe maybe it's gonna hit a uh, a tipping point and people are gonna start going back to the real world is what I'm hoping. Yeah. With social media, I mean, that's actually already even though I've been getting more into Instagram, which is super fun. Sure. Um, but like I like have gotten off of Facebook a lot. Uh huh. Not saying I'm cool or anything like that, but <laughs> like like. When I started like stopping using it, um, I started feeling better about life. Yeah, seriously, like feeling more positive and, um, and so I can't imagine having kids your age, mm-hmm. not your age, your kids' age, right? With that and like constantly comparing themselves to each other and like only interacting over that or and over... having this like second life. Yeah, the second yeah the second life. That never turns off. Right. Constantly need to check on it. Yeah. Um, 
I like so that honestly was really scary to me. Yeah. Like I didn't relate to the characters as being them. Like I didn't really feel like Parsifal or whatever yeah. his name was. Right. Um, I more thought of him as like our kids, which maybe uh-huh. that's like a total age and stage kind of thing. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Did you relate to him like that or were you thinking that way too? Well, first of all, it's really becoming hard for me to relate to digital characters in movies. Okay. I, I, just, I just am having a really hard time. <laughs> yeah. It's Grandma Tarkin syndrome. How about I call that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Where I am, just, I cannot feel for digital humans in a physical space. And so it's not like I can't relate to animation. Like Pixar movies make me cry. Yep. But when half of the movie or a bulk of the movie is real. Right. And then I'm asked to make the jump to a digital character. That's really hard for me to feel for them. So I didn't feel like I related to his character almost at all. (laughs) Because you were rolling your eyes. Hey, dude, why don't we take a quick break here? um, Because... As, as usual, I don't want our computers like overheat and crash. Sure, yeah. Um, so let's take a little break here. We'll do a little bit more of the list, some wrapped up thoughts. Okay, good. Um, that sound cool? Let's do it. All right. All right. I think I've soapboxed enough. <laughs> you need to go to your you need to go to your oasis, your happy place. <laughs> well, I, I'm just wondering if there's going to be a tipping point nostalgia wise in our culture right where it's like okay we have romanticized the 80s and 90s enough at this point yeah let's start making some new stuff right it, it just felt like I, I i came out of the movie feeling like I, I just want something new so actually uh we went to isle of dogs okay this past weekend yeah um wes anderson animated or stop animation movie yeah and i would say it's my favorite movie i've seen so far this year sweet not everybody loves it it's slow okay um but it is super original it's not copying anything yep your favorite kind of stuff my favorite kind i just like some and i was i came out of theater like why did i love that so much it's not like it's groundbreaking or like i don't know but i was just thinking it was new yep and I, I think I'm longing for that. Something new, like, okay, I get it. We all love the 80s. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think so, we can get beyond that now. Yeah. And then we've also got lots of franchise movies. Oh, yeah. Coming out. So maybe Solo will feel different and new. I would love that. Okay. Um, sweet. Let's hear some of your list. Are the, is there anything that's sticking out to you on your list? I just love your notepad. Oh, okay. I also like just thinking about you in the theater with your phone on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. typing the whole time. Okay, I'll just, yeah, I was just typing, but not, okay, so I just wrote New York in Creds, Pod Race, DeLorean, uh-huh. yes, tons of S's. Yep. Big, oh, Bigfoot, yes, tons of S's. Bigfoot? Uh, oh the, yeah, the yeah, monster truck. Yeah, that's right. The monster truck, oh. Bigfoot. That's definitely part of your yeah childhood, so, right? So, <laughs> I grew up loving monster trucks. Like, it was like my dream on a Saturday morning that somehow I'd turn on the TV and monster trucks would be on it. It happened like twice. <laughs> I mean, uh, just imagine being in the era where you can't even look up. 
like when yeah. something's gonna be on. <laughs> like maybe I will randomly turn on the TV and <laughs> a monster truck will be on there. Right, like of of, of five channels. I guess maybe there was the TV guide. Yeah, I guess there was a TV guide. But um, I know what you mean. Like it's not like you can just. Well, not only can you look up stuff now, like when's it on. You can watch stuff on demand. I mean, you could probably right now stream some monster truck something. Yep, monster jam. <laughs> uh, did I tell you we went to that in uh, Tampa? I um, think you did. Yeah, we, we we went to that like as an ironic night of fun. Right. And it was so fun and so loud. <laughs> did you like, bring earplugs? Didn't. Didn't even <laughs> think of it. So Gomer's tip, if you ever go to one of those, <laughs> earplugs are a must. Okay, I'll remember. Um, okay, so slappers only, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then I wrote, this dystopian world is depressing. What you just said, right? Like, uh, yep. the, the second life, the escape. No, actually, I was thinking about the real world. Oh, I see. So, like, the, the like, trailers all stocked up, even right. though I thought that looked cool. I like that idea. Yep. Like I thought, I thought that like a skyscrapers made out of of trailers. Yeah, I thought I thought that was actually a realistic future. Oh, right. That sounds terrible, though, dude. I hope we don't end up there. But I wouldn't be surprised. Oh man. That in, okay, so, in lower in lower income areas are like, well, we've got a lot of these trailers. Let's just stack yeah. them on top of each other. Yeah, it's it's not a bad idea, I guess. Part, oh, I, part, I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> but I do I could see it happening I'm like trying to be nice no I think it's a horrible okay, view yeah, of what the future could be I just was like okay you know what that that I could actually see that happening right yeah okay um, okay uh, old pizza hut box Doritos bag <laughs> okay now this one made me laugh okay um Jeeves, the curator. Oh yeah, I like that. Um, when he said, um, "We've only seen that a thousand times. Why not again?" Yeah, it was like he was channeling my computer, <laughs> right there. Like, <laughs> like, sure, I'll boot up Deep Impact again for you, Anthony. <laughs> Why not? Your computer's rolling its eyes at you. <laughs> yep. So that it like made my computer come alive and was on on the movie. I loved that. That's fine. Um, flashback. Forrest Gump music. Oh, oh! I didn't um, catch that. Total. Well, no, it was just Silvestri sounding like himself. Yeah, that's true. I did. I thought about that same thing with his Back to the Future music. Like, what, even when it wasn't Back to the Future references, yep, it sounded like that kind of march beat yep, the, that he does a lot. The snare drum, the da 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 and bah, so bah, bah, uh-huh. in bah, the bah, race, bah, bah. in the especially when they were, whenever they were driving, you would hear for sure, and then that some was, other yeah. melody up above it. <laughs> right, <laughs> same accompaniment, different melody. Um, yeah, but there was some definite um, Forrest Gump. Um, Autumn in New York loved that. I loved the idea of them going backwards. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, Great line from the terrible CEO. Not our job to make him happy. It's our job to make money. Uh-huh. That right there was actually pretty deep. I mean, like, pretty, like, it's it's not, like, new. Right. 
Um, but that just goes into um, my contemplations of why we do anything. <laughs> right. So, like, like, I mean, you know, Aaron and I were talking about the the John and Kate saga. Huh, okay. Um, which is actually super sad. Right. Because I guess there's a new show, Kate Goes on Dates or something like that. Oh, yuck. Um, haven't seen it, not planning on seeing it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but it was it was something where like, but John is like just off doing his own thing, just kind of. I mean, he Ugh. really messed up. Yeah. They all me- the whole thing is messed up. Reality is just messed up. Reality shows. Yeah. Um, but he he basically is you know just living paycheck to paycheck, not doing well. Um, and she was like, well, he can never be on TV again because of what he did. Right. And then I was like, dude, I I don't call her dude, but. <laughs> I was like, TV will put on anything that will bring in ratings. Yeah. So, like, if he came back and he was like, you know what? I'm super sorry. I want to have my own reality show. John goes on dates. Yeah. They just put it on. Yeah. So, that's totally anyways. True. Okay, Zemeckis Cube, awesome. John yeah. Hughes reference? What was yeah. that? Yeah. What, what did they reference, John Hughes? They they did a couple... Oh. Uh, well, I mean, like, so... They, I liked it when they would say, like, well, say anything is one of his favorite yep. movies. And yep. then they would just zip by it, right? I like yep. those kinds of things, like mentions of things like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, there was another John Hughes. Oh, the uh, high school. Um, oh, the high school they were in. Talked about like Breakfast Club, The Breakfast maybe. Club High School. Yep. Yep. So I, I love stuff like that. Also, I thought that was cool when they had somebody in his ear like telling him stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, totally just messed up. He's like, yeah, man, I'm totally cool. I'm one of you guys. <laughs> Yeah, now that's the same guy from Rogue One, right? That's the same yes. ba- big bad, right, yep. from Rogue One. Okay. Yep. Uh, Groner, I found love. Um, <laughs> I liked that they referred, like, they were like, okay, here comes the cheesiest line of the movie, and we're going to say that it's cheesy. Yeah. Yep. Good idea. Yeah, pretty good idea. Okay, Avengers music. He did the music to that. Totally sounded like Avengers bum, at one point. Bum, ba, ba, ba. Yeah, it's ba, triple it one. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, say anything slash Hoth slash Lord of the Rings battle combo genius. Iron Giant 80s video game and music Sylvester score. That's all I wrote. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> at that point, you're just clacking out just, notes. Just typing stuff. Okay. Chucky LOL. <laughs> Chucky LOL. Seen it in the trailer, so I didn't yep. think it was that big of an LOL. Oh, see, I didn't see that. Um, and they, they burn their one F word in that scene. Oh, okay. the, the PG-13, one allotted F word. The guy says, F and Chucky. So I thought that was kind of funny. Okay. Um, I think it was less LOL of, like, literal LOLs, just like Chucky LOL. Uh, I, I can't know. imagine you actually LOLing in a theater by yourself watching Ready Player One. Mm, no, not too many times. Um, okay, had to go to the bathroom twice. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you write that down in your notes. <laughs> so, Chipotle plus Starbucks plus two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Slappers Only. Terminator Thumbs Up. Loved that. Okay, you liked that Iron Giant Terminator Thumbs Up. Yep, even put a thumbs up emoticon. <laughs> um, and uh, 
Oh, I said kind of stupid music right there. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Can't yeah. remember why. Uh-huh. Uh, Nolan, give me your gun. Don't know what that means. Um, Avatar, Titanic music. <laughs> okay, Forrest <laughs> Gump music under getting Easter egg into Back to the Future music. Oh, interesting. So next time you read it, check that out. Um, okay, lastly... Uh, game. Wait, Scotty Simon Pegg. Yes, yep. original Gomer guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's and right. Then, Our silhouettes are him. Yep. On the Gomer logo. Yep. And then I just wrote liked, didn't love, loved some parts. Okay. There's my review. Yeah. So I would say didn't like, but loved some parts. Okay. <laughs> didn't like. <laughs> didn't like. <laughs> my review didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stevie Spielberg. Dang. What, wasn't that into it? I think people are going to be super bummed by this review. Sorry, everybody. I, I don't know that people will be surprised by it. That extra people, yeah. It, it's a high bar. This movie is a high bar. I feel like to be able so to how, how please could it have me. Been better. Okay, I'll tell you how it could be better. Okay. Um. There was no wonder. Mm. So you know how I've tweeted this a little bit. You know how the, the Jurassic Park, you're like peep the Spielberg face. You know the Spielberg face where they zoom in on Alan Grant seeing the dinosaur for the first time, mm-hmm. and he just holds that shot. Yes, because he cannot believe what he's seeing. We cannot right. believe what we're seeing. There's right. just so much stuff in Ready Player One. I was just like shrug. Shrug, shrug. And nobody is actually amazed by anything. There's no audience surrogate. Wow. To be amazed by this stuff. Yeah. And so it wasn't amazing to me. Dang. Nobody even says, dang, you have the DeLorean? (laughs) I want to feel that from somebody so I can feel it with them. Right. And so a better movie would have been, for me, I thought about this a lot, would have been that the main protagonist... Hadn't seen any of it yet. Hmm. So what we get is this guy who's super good at all this stuff. And then it's just kind of like, well, I don't really care about him. He's seen it all a million times. I don't feel very connected to it then. But what if the character was like, what? This is kind of, I don't know about this Oasis thing. Should I try it? They go in and then somehow that guy is able to win the game. Yep. Because he's seeing it all for the first time. He's seeing it from a different viewpoint as people. Yeah. I needed somebody that I could relate to. Yep. As the main character. So maybe like uh, somebody that is well versed in video games and 80s knowledge. Yep. uh, But hasn't gone into the Oasis. Like maybe like a homeschooled kid. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so, so when he, the, yeah. the first time he goes into the Oasis, you zoom in on his face being yeah. amazed. Right. Instead, you get him going to the Oasis and he's like strutting around like he owns the place. <laughs> I, I immediately did not relate to that. Yeah. So, what? A, okay. So what about a homeschooled kid mm-hmm. that, um, you know, his parents only had an Atari and a Nintendo? Yep. You know what I mean? The, now you're speaking my language. He and has a VHS collection. Yes. Of movies that it. he's watched over and over again. 
uh-huh. but he can't afford the Oasis. Right, dude. But that's then awful. somehow he gets like into it by accident or finds something in that pile of cars, uh-huh. gets in, and people have been searching for these Easter eggs for however long it's been, 10 years. Yeah. He goes in with fresh eyes. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, you should go backwards. That's what that's that's what I always did in the video game when I needed to find an Easter egg. I went backwards. Dude. And you're like, okay, we're figuring this out together. Yep. That, for me, would have been a completely different movie. Hmm. And I would have loved it. I needed the Spielberg face. <laughs> the Spielberg I think face. You, get, you get the Spielberg face when they go into the hotel. Where they're like, we're in this, and we've never seen it before. Yeah. Yep, you're right. And that's why it's your favorite part. Right. So what about like a Charlie from Willy Wonka? Uh-huh. Gets a golden ticket. Yup. To the Oasis. Well versed in his VHS collection, Atari and Nintendo. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's I mean, the 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 actor that Spielberg wanted for that the holiday role was Willy Wonka. What's his name? Uh, um but then he oh, died. Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. He wanted Gene Wilder for that role. Wow. So it's also like it's funny that you say that, Willy Wonka, because I felt like there was a lot of that in this movie. Huh, yeah. Like, you get to come in and you get to write the whole thing yes. about Willy Wonka because you get the thing if you win it. Yeah. You, you're in charge. Yeah. Yeah, that's total Willy Wonka. But the whole thing about Willy Wonka is he's never been in the factory before. Right. I mean, Charlie. Right, yeah, um, yeah. He's never been in the chocolate factory before, so everything is amazing. This one, nothing was amazing. Got it. Wow. I needed that. Hmm. So... Spielberg, next time call me. Yeah, and also put in Deep Impact. (laughs) That's your note. (laughs) Okay, I've heard from Gomer 2. Now, what about Gomer 1? More Deep Impact. Yeah, I just want to be Elijah Wood on that motorcycle. (laughs) Yep. And um, and then I want to go to the planetarium with that guy and eat pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, dude. Well, I think we've talked enough about Ray Player 1. All right, sweet. Well, let's close this up. Uh, we'll just mention the solo uh, trailer real quick and yeah. uh, some thank yous as well. All right, let's do it. Hey, it's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger, with a special message for Steven Spielberg. Thank you for referencing me in your movie, Ready Player One, when the Iron Giant gave his thumbs up. That was my thumb from Terminator 2, Judgment Day. I love this movie, <laughs> Terminator 2, because I got to act like my favorite thing in the world, a robot. <laughs> Thank you, Steven Spielberg. Love, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. Um, Solo, how you feeling about Solo coming up? Pumped, stoked. Me too. Even all that crap I just said about I'm over nostalgia. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I mean, that, all that stuff said by the guy who's going to be there for opening night of Avengers Infinity War and Solo this summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I the new trailer, I, or the, I guess the official trailer came out since we recorded last. Loved yep. it. Love it, dude. I mean, I uh, think Lando looks sweet. Yes. That guy is going to be awesome. Yep. Uh, okay, what about the... So we texted like, m- like 
a while ago. Yeah. The Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. So what the heck happens to it? So, yeah, it looks like... So, first of all, it's white. Yep. Interior's white. Oh, yeah, it. it looks brand new. And then the the front of it comes to a point. Yep. Instead of the two the two things. Yep. I'm I'm, I'm looking actually at my Lego. <laughs> After oh, the trailer sweet. came out, I dug around in our storage and got out <laughs> my Lego Millennium Falcon. Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> and it's awesome. sitting here on my desk. Um so I hope we find out did the front get blown up? Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting because, like, so what I want to find out is when Lando sees it in Empire Strikes Back, does he know that? Right. Like that'd be kind of cool, right? Doesn't he say something like, "What did you do to my ship?" Yes. Oh, I never even thought about that. When he first says it, he says, "What did you do to it?" Yeah. That maybe so, that's what he's talking about. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean that that would actually be. That would be worth the whole movie just I for think. that one line. Yep. I mean, I mean, that would be a cool, cool little revelation. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do want to know. And, and remember, I texted you that it has, it looks imperial. Like it looks like the front of a Star Destroyer almost. That's right. Yeah. And so uh, what, what do they refer to it as? Like a um, bar, no, a, a Carillion ship or something. Yeah. I, I'm loving, I mean, I'm more excited maybe about the. Falcon stuff, yep. <laughs> than actually learning about Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't really care as much about that at all. I think so. What I want is I want to know what happens to that. Yep. Uh, I want there to be some sort of behind the scenes or behind them reference to to what's going on in Rogue One. Yeah, or sure. earlier. Well, mm-hmm. it's probably earlier. Yeah, it's it's definitely earlier because. Yeah, I wonder what the timeline is. I would say it's probably ten years earlier. Yeah, so, like, during episode three? I would guess it's closer to episode three. Yeah, so, I mean, so, you actually mentioned you wouldn't mind a few references to the prequels. For some reason, I'm I'm jonesing for some prequel references. Like, yep. remind us that those things exist in this universe. <laughs> even, even though some want them to just die. Well, uh, do they want them to completely die? I mean, Luke makes a reference to it in Last Jedi. Yep. Where he says, last time the Jedi were in power, we let Darth Sidious come in and destroy everything. Right. In his little rant. So yep. he act- they actually remember that that yep. stuff happened. Yeah. But It is canon. It is canon. But yep. what if it's closer to episode three, let's get some references there. See, I think that... Okay, so I want to know what happens in the Falcon to yep. it. Mm-hmm. And I would love it if Lando doesn't see what happens, like it's at the end or something. Yeah. Um, do you? And then I want to. And then I want to see some behind, behind, like some reference to, to like something imperial. Uh huh. Um, something you know, like that has to do with either Episode Three or Rogue One. I yeah. think that would be that would be cool. Um, Noah made a yep. little bet with me and said that he doesn't think there will be a single lightsaber in the whole movie. Huh, okay. Or any reference or any use of the force. Okay. Which would be really interesting. Like zero. Like this is purely like street level Star Wars. Yep. Like like a whole Star Wars movie without references to the force or the Skywalkers. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now like Rogue One sort of went there, but Darth Vader was at the end, which was rad. I yep. loved that Darth Vader stuff at the end of Rogue One. 
Yep. Um, but there's no need for that in a solo story. Uh-huh. Because even when he comes into episode four, he's like, force doesn't exist, you idiots. Right. It's like a bunch of mumbo jumbo. <laughs> that's right. That's what he says. Uh-huh. Yep. So press into that a little bit, I would say. Like, yeah, don't even don't even go there in solo. Yep. That would be cool. Yep. But I want something in the background, some sort of trade dispute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've re- really been missing lately about the prequels? <laughs> Trade disputes. <laughs> put like put that he's smuggling between between uh you know Runky Patunky Slamo or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And those Nimodians, those super racist things from the beginning <laughs> of episode right. one. Yeah, I want oh, yeah, I want yeah. him to get approval from the Senate <laughs> on something. They must defeat the Senate. They must have been the hand in the Viceroy. <laughs> Give us some Viceroy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, <laughs> this is a very purely pop culture. Yep. Totally oh, wait. Random. I forgot about one thing that I thought was so dumb about Ready Player One. Can I tell you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where the main girl was like, you wouldn't like me in real life. Oh, right. I'm ugly. Or whatever. Yep. And then you see her and she has like a birthmark. <laughs> right. Like, what? Yeah. No, come on. She's yeah. like the most beautiful person in the world and has right. like a birthmark on her eye. Yep. It's just self loathing. Yeah. Like maybe that in was... the future that is like, ew, birthmarks, yuck. No way. Like that was almost just written, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that line has to be in there so that we can reference, you know, um, the multiple personality of like your avatar versus you in real life. Yeah. Right. Yes. I. But then it's just like when you see her, you're like, what? Right. But you're like, she looks looks totally great and fine. Like you'd (laughs) never like me. Eh. (laughs) Yeah. Even though I'm the most beautiful girl in Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) Right. All right. Um, okay. Hey, we got some thank yous to yep. to catch up on. So since our special came out, I think it was a nice little push for people to say, hey, I want to hear that special about yep. running. Um, yep. And so we've had some donations come in and we wanted to say some thank yous. So you want to do those first? Yes. Okay. Jeffrey Schneider. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yes. Laura R. Kirk. Thanks, Laura. Christine Schwind. Ooh, thanks, Christine. And a Laura nice email Sal- we got from her, too. Thanks, Christine. It was awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, Laura Saladino. Thanks, Laura. David Crouch. Thank you, David. Candace Broom. Ooh, thanks, and Candace. Anne Jaegerlein. Jaegerlein? Jaegerlein, I think. Jaegerlein. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks, Anne. I've got some more here. We've got Stephanie okay. Zern. Awesome. Carrie Reich. Thank you. Amanda Gleason. Awesome, thanks. Samantha Johns. Yep. And Christine King. Awesome. Seriously, thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. And these are yep. people that um, donated uh, to make our races possible, but also to keep the Gomer lights on. Yeah. All the money Such that gets donated people. gets used for the podcast, yep. server space, things like that. So yep. thank you so much, everybody. For real. All right, dude. Well, oh, I should read the contact information. Oh, yeah. Right. 
All right. If people have anything to say to us, if you have your own thoughts about Ready Player One, we want to hear them. Um, and if you have any uh, clamor, anything in particular you want us to talk about, I'm sure we will be back for a solo review in May. Um, but also our second spring special is going to come out in May. Um, so we're not gone, even though we're in between sections of our eighth season. Um, if you want to contact us, there's a lot of ways to do that. You can follow us on Twitter, at Gomer1 or at Gomer2. You can go to our Facebook, facebook.com slash twogomers. Send us an email, twogomers at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. Um, I think it's Anthony Jordson for Gomer1 and just Gomer2 for me, Gomer2. Um, and then you can go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, help us help other people find the podcast. Uh, we always love that. Sweet, dude. Well, any movies between now and Solo that you're going to go see? Yeah, we'll see Infinity War opening night that comes out next week. Didn't even know it's coming out. I am such a loser. Avengers. Um, I'm way behind on it. What about... I haven't seen Civil War yet. Uh... <laughs> but, but you did see Spider-Man. Yep. The, 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 the high school years. Right. Spider-Man high school years. Did you see Black Panther? Nope. Need to. Dang oh, it. It's so good. And... Well, I mean, I would say you might accidentally see Avengers Infinity War. Sometimes that happens to you. You go home and people are like, we're going to see this. And you're like, okay. And you go. Right. Black <laughs> Panther is pretty vital, it looks like, to the the plot of, of Infinity War. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've just heard from so many people that I need to see that. Yeah, it is so, so yeah. good. But you you also saw um, uh, 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 that one with... I can't even think of the, the name of it. Those those space people. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You saw part yep. two, didn't you? Saw part two, not part one. <laughs> so you have a random kind of like you dip in and out of this universe. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what I want to see? What's that? I want to see the Apostle Paul, man. Oh, yeah. That's right. Is he, is he I, in Avengers Infinity War? <laughs> I don't think so. The Avengers, the the Apostle Avengers. Yeah, somehow they work him in. Yeah. No, I know. I really wanted to see that one, but I think it's out of the theaters by now. It, it but, might still uh, be in. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it I'll, came I'll out around Easter, right? Yep. Yeah. I heard it was I good, did. actually. Yeah, I did too. So, yeah. it's it's cool when there's like a a, a Christian movie uh-huh. that sounds like it's good. Yeah. I not know. knocking anybody else, but well, and actually, I, I, I will say it's taken Christian movies a little bit longer than Christian music to catch up to the, the right. quality of the culture. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I can't remember what else I want to see this summer. There's a couple other things that I'm looking forward to. Just can't remember Solo. off the top of my head. Oh, Incredibles two. Yes. Okay. Super stoked about that, and I've seen Incredibles one. <laughs> Like so 20 bonus. times. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. All right, dude. Well, there you go. I hope that satisfied the clamor. Yep. <laughs> since we talked about this three-week-old movie for over an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, we'll be back, like I said, with some random recordings and, of course, our second spring special. Uh, and then we're looking forward to the fall when we come back full force. Awesome. Thanks so much for recording, dude. Super fun. No problem. Have a great week. All right, you too. And happy running.
You've been listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon. Join us next week for another installment. My name is Baka. Keep it Rizzio. Rizzio.